Hello and welcome to Speak on Evil. I am one of your co-hosts. My name is Chris Envera. I'm here with uh, my. You just call me Chris. I don't know why I said my full name. That's a weird thing. My co-host Jake, who just hi everybody. It's a fun show. We have fun. Yes, it's a fun show. We have fun. Uh, But that's Jake. I'm Chris, and uh, we're gonna talk about the show, the CBS show, Evil. And tonight we're talking about well tonight tonight for us, but not who knows when you're gonna listen to this. But for (laughs) for today's episode, (laughs) we're gonna talk about the first episode, Genesis One. Yes, we're talking about the very first episode, and uh, to help us with that is uh, a very special guest, the co-host of the Dune Boys, one Mr. Jeff Gibson. Hey, everybody. I'm very special. Nice to Yes. <laughs> you are nice very special, you. Jeff. You're very important. You're an important person. You've actually seen the whole show, like me. Yeah, I love it. Thank you so much, sir. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Yeah, Try to Jeff, spread it around. Yeah, Jeff and Jake have uh, watched the whole series. I'm going episode by episode, so I have no idea what happens after this. And I think a lot of the guests uh, after yourself, Jeff, and our next guest, Henry, will probably be just watching the episode that they're going to come on and talk about. <laughs> yeah, I've listened. To, uh, uh, sorry, I've listened to a few shows where no one's watched any of the episodes, so they're just kind of dropped in the middle with yep. no idea what's going on, but. I, I've seen the whole thing, and I, I rather enjoyed it. That's kind of why we wanted to have you on, because it's rare to have somebody that's seen the whole thing. <laughs> Can I be referred to the resident expert? <laughs> yes. I've always wanted, yeah, I've yeah. Always wanted that title. Resident, ex- resident evil expert. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, that doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's my title now, the resident evil expert. <laughs> it does come um, up with one of my ideas as, w- as to what we can do when we run out of episodes because god knows when they're going to film the next season <laughs> oh boy i also have some ideas about what to do and uh if okay that's a good i like I your thinking about better things with titles that have evil in it but that's literally yes. the only thing i came up with yeah me too <laughs> all but, right um, speaking start- of the titles Yes. That this is something I wanted to bring up right away because our boy here Je- Jeff loves milk. And the title mm. sequence, the very short one, lo- looks like the title splashing in a bunch of milk. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh yeah, it's it's very like uh if anyone's watched the opening credits to Hannibal, it's very similar to Hannibal with uh, like a lot of uh, black and red and white. Uh I don't know why there's milk. Yeah, I don't know what milk has to do with evil. Milk isn't that evil. No, it's the opposite. Uh, Jake, I got CBS... Is it CBS All Access? Yes. I admit I got it to watch Picard, I think, and CBS does not have a lot on it that I watch, and Jake is like, just watch this, and within three seconds, he sold it to me with Michael Emerson, but Milk showing up definitely got it. And I think, <laughs> um, are either of you two religious? Ooh, uh, was for a no. while when I was a kid, but not anymore. Not at all. No, there is. Yeah, there is some uh, Catholicism. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, I've been immersed in a bit of Catholicism, but I was never like my immediate family never pushed it. Yeah, I thought like the land of milk and honey was something related to religion. So I don't know if milk meant something. Oh, maybe I don't know. Mm. <laughs> I guess that's something we could look up at some point. <laughs> I- 
At one point, a rosary gets thrown in the milk, which I'm guessing, I don't know, maybe that makes it extra spiritual. <laughs> but the, ep- the episode does open with that little uh, cold open of... Well, it opens with a big cold open, because like, the, the actual credits don't go for, like, for 12 minutes. Oh, really? So, yeah. I didn't even realize that when I was watching it before. Yeah, it's... Well, so, yeah, so the, open, the episode opens with us uh, getting a, a narration by... It turns out to be the bad guy. He's the bad guy of the episode. He's supposed Orson Larue. Uh, Orson Larue, and a, he's a creepy fucking asshole. And I he, will tease uh, this. He may come back. Oh boy! Wow. Oh, that's a tease. He may be. That might be. <laughs> might a not tease. though. We don't <laughs> that might or might not be a tease. It could just be a lie. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we uh, we get cut to him talking about empty rooms and wanting to be a. He doesn't like people, and then uh, we find out he's arrested, and he's being interviewed by a psychiatrist, uh, Kristen. I Bouchard. don't. Oh, there you go. Good. Thank you for helping. <laughs> the me. main character of the show, pretty much. The main character of the show, whose name we also don't find out till way later, which is very funny. Yes. But yeah, she uh, interview him. She gives him a kind of strange uh, personality test of asking him like benign questions. That eventually get more sinister and more. Uh, yeah. No, go ahead. Nope. And okay. I was going to say this is how it transitions into us finding out that uh, she's a forensic psychiatrist for the prosecution. Yes, she's a forensic by a psychiatrist for the prosecution. Uh, she's worked multiple cases with. The, she's like what thirty something cases with uh, the DA's office, and uh, she thinks uh, Orson is a classic just psychopath he is uh just a violent person and then uh we see somebody walk into the, the courthouse uh looks like luke cage <laughs> because it is my looks Cleo. a lot like luke cage, luke cage actually <laughs> yeah luke cage just shows up and we're like okay luke cage is here uh we don't really know what that's about but then she comes out she uh starts saying oh somebody else some other doctor leland oh that's the first hint of leland we get who we don't we don't see really until like towards the end of the episode. No, not till the very like last couple of minutes do we find out who Leland Talzin is. But we get his name. Uh, we get her confused. She uh, her stuff Interesting is dismissed. Interesting thing about that name. Mm, what is it? Wait, what? You talk about? No, nothing. Go go ahead. <clears throat> not teasing anything. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just enjoying this. <laughs> All right. Well, Kristen, <laughs> Kristen uh, gets pissed off that her. Uh, Stuff is getting dismissed because uh, some Leland Townsend doctor, whoever it is, goes to see Orson LaRue again. Sees uh, Luke Cage talking to Orson and is wondering what the fuck is going on. Then there's Asif Mondi hanging out in the, in the hallway <laughs> from The Daily Show. <laughs> and now we've essentially met the whole team. Yeah, uh, that we don't know is going we to know be the main, Yeah, we unbeknownst to us, we know the main cast, which is uh, the guy from the Daily Show, <laughs> Luke Cage, and apparently a, the lady from what was it? What show was she on? Oh, Westworld. Uh, uh, yes, Ed Harris's daughter from Westworld. Hell of a team, fantastic team. Uh, Kristen <laughs> Bouchard. Bouchard. Uh, ta- Kristen Bouchard uh, starts talking to as Orson played by again. Katja Herbers, good actress. Katja Herbers. Oh, okay. Yes, Katja, Katja Herbers. I don't know if I say it right. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I didn't write her name down. I just wrote her character's name down. I did put Mike Coulter and then uh, Asamandi, Luke Cage, Ooh. and the Daily Sugar. 
Is this going to wow. become a pro- another problematic podcast? Uh oh, I'm gonna be canceled for not remembering the actress's name. Sure, go ahead. You want to throw that on me? I can't. That's the. I can't say his name was David Acosta, but he was. He was. Oh, he was that's Luke. right. I only yeah. know David. He was Luke Cage for me too for a moment. That guy is great. Yeah. That guy is a uh, just I like pure him. handsome charm, and I love him. Oh yes, I know He's a lot a... of people are not into his acting for some reason, but I See, I, I like it. Wow, I think he fits really? the part perfectly. He's 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 good. He's good in everything. I liked him in Jessica Jones and in Luke Cage. And yeah, um, Je- like a lot of people didn't like Luke Cage, but I I this is a very sad story. But I didn't have cable growing up. I had uh, Chicago UHF channels, so I was kind of raised in the mm. '90s with like black exploitation films and kung fu films and Godzilla films instead of Hey Dude yeah. and all those shows. So. Mm-hmm. I love Luke Cage more than anything Marvel has ever done. So I was I was glad wow. to see him show up. I really liked Luke Cage. I thought the yeah. second season was like one of the best seasons of the Marvel Netflix oh, shows, definitely. honestly. Mm. Yeah, it was good. It was a great yeah, it was, uh honoring black exploitation films. Like it was looked good. It the characters were awesome. Everything yeah, it was a great it might be the best Marvel Netflix thing. Yeah, I think it is, yeah. Sad that it ended, but I'm glad that he's in this now. Yeah, he's great in this. I think he's fine. Yeah, he's good in this. He's uh he is the believer. He is the main believer of the group. Uh, tells Kristen to say remember her the father. So Kristen Bouchard is a former Catholic. We find out. Yes. Yes, and uh, she goes to confront Orson and uh Orson Larue, and he, he kind of goes all demonic on her, almost breaking her arm. I I don't really know what he does to her arm. I never I didn't notice it. But she, yeah, he fucks her. Up. I don't. It is noticed by other characters later on, but they don't really explicitly. Yeah, it's noticed very show quickly. It. Yeah, her mom sees her arm for like a second, and goes, "What happened to your arm?" And it's very confusing. But essentially, yeah, she gets fucked up. Now about her family life, she has four kids. She has four daughters. Yes, and that uh, the four dollars was the most terrifying thing about this episode. I got real. <laughs> I got real anxious and like, oh, that's a lot of kids. Those are all the yelling and <laughs> oh, all the yelling and then the just all the kids, the, all too many. You know kids. what? All girls too. <laughs> those those kids were great because they acted like real kids. There was no there was yes. no movie or TV children that I always feel like kids in movies and shows are written by people that don't have kids, so they write them as adults instead of uh, weird. Yeah screaming kids and those kids came off as as very real and bad kid I, actors can ruin something so quick not their fault because they're kids but i kind of like that the kids are played as very real yeah they do a great job yeah they it looks like it's a nice house they're all having fun they're all like you know, have like little projects they're out there you know making flowers oh is it stars on the sky it's very <laughs> cute it's very nice this is also uh, where we learn that uh the husband is off climbing yeah. mountains. Yeah, that's a fucking that's a weird detail. That's a yeah. super weird. Like, oh, what does your husband do? Oh, he climb. He he's a guide for mountain climbers. This isn't it. This is one of the interesting parts of the show that I don't know if it was intentional, and I don't know if this is really a spoiler. But a lot of folks watching the show over the season were like, "Is he like dead? Is he just is she just not telling the kids he's dead?" That's- that's what I because, thought. I thought second time watching yeah. it, they say that she got like a letter with a check in it 
But I thought she mailed it to herself. I thought the husband was dead. Just made it all up. Because mm. where's my dad? He's out climbing mountains. <laughs> yeah, right. That's the fucking, yeah, that's the weirdest. That that does sound like, hey, the dog went to the farm. That sounds like an excuse that you give a kid that you don't tell him. Yeah. What he went out happened. to buy a pack of cigarettes. No, he went out to go climb a mountain. <laughs> he went to climb Mount Everest. Yeah, sure. Okay. Whatever. Um, She's hanging out with her kids. A uh, little thing I noticed, uh, she starts speaking in it. She's uh, reading a little story with a Sicilian person in it, a Sicilian character. And uh, she does a little Sicilian accent. So I'm, if I'm canceled, Christian Bouchard is also canceled <laughs> for doing that very offensive Italian accent. I think if accent. you, yeah, I think if I you're think okay. normally perfectly fine, <laughs> accents are good. <clears throat> she did not uh, do the hands, though. She did not do the no, fingers. No, Mamma Mia. <laughs> oh, that would have made it better. Yes, th- that's the perfect Italian accent. You got to do the little fingers. <laughs> I'm okay with it, but that's because I'm like half Italian. So. <laughs> yeah, you can you can do accents from whatever racial background you're you're from. That's the rule. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah, pretty sure it is, I right? Just made that up, but that's fine. I've been canceled too, so I can do whatever I want. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So was Mike's uh, philosophy is it, it's okay to say whatever slur as long as another <laughs> white person says it. And then you're like, oh, you're both in trouble. My my dream movie oh. is that scene from Office Space where the guy is singing a rap song and he a black guy walks by and he starts being a lot quieter and rolls up his windows and I would do the complete opposite. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, Jeff. Oh my. Um, can I uh-huh. add a little thing I had in my notes here? They show yes, the mountain sir, climbing yes. dad. And they show pictures of them on Mount Everest, and they look so fake. And it's one of those things where, <laughs> in movies and shows, where they have Photoshop characters, and they looked so bad that I thought maybe the mom made those to put up to show her kids because the father is actually dead. That was part of the mystery <laughs> of the missing father to me. I was oh, wondering boy, if that's yeah. where you were going with that. <laughs> Oh boy! Uh, yeah, you know if this, I've it turns out by the like beginning of season two or whatever because I'm convinced we're never gonna see the husband in this first season. <laughs> I'm convinced it's gonna be the reveal that like oh yeah he's been dead the whole time. I'm sure. Why not? <laughs> that that's an interesting. Sure, that's an level to go. I will say they do leave things interesting at the end of the season. Okay, good. Well, well we uh, I'm not willing to tease it any more than that. <laughs> All like right, some other well, things. Jeez. All right. <laughs> You're teasing me up here. Y'all getting me all... Ooh. Can't keep teasing me, J- Jake. You're just going to want to watch the whole season. Oh, yeah. That's exactly what... Uh, so, <laughs> we got, after spending time with our daughter, uh, Kristen Bouchard uh, gets a phone call, finds out uh, she's having some money troubles. We all know who that is. Uh, and then uh, she's just drinking a beer after yelling at a guy on... Telephone. Uh, I she feel like, some... yeah. When I when I was watching, I was like, "Oh, those money troubles are never brought up again." And then I realized to myself, "Oh, yeah, because the money troubles are why she would work." As we find out later in the episode, work with the team. 
Yeah, she gets uh, and the way she gets uh, uh, joined to the team is that she hears a noise while drinking that beer. Right, literally at the exact same time she's drinking the beer after yelling at a guy about her money troubles. Uh, Mike Coulter shows up. David uh, Acosta shows up at her office, which is behind her house, which I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I like that setup. I like to have a little business office in the, behind my house with its own like little old timey <laughs> mailbox under the the. What bridge is that in New York? What bridge are they under? Are they near? I, I mean, I I, I, while I did live in Manhattan for a little while, I would not know. No, it's in Queens. So, uh, Queens Bridge? Sure. I, bet, so I especially there. wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> We're not New Yorkers. We don't know any bridges. So, her office uh, behind her house that's under a bridge in New York, uh, we, we see it where David Acosta sees all the pictures of her as a former mountain climber. Which is how uh, that connects how she met her husband. They were mountain climbers before, yeah. and he makes a little observation. Yeah, he makes a little observation that he she's only climbed the five of the seven summits, which I guess is a thing <laughs> in mountain climbing that you have to climb all then seven. She gets a medal. Uh, <laughs> she gets a yeah, she gets a certificate for climbing each one. Sherp up on top with a piece of paper. Gets a great job. <laughs> Desk a, stamps a plus a, a little cat sticker that glitters. <laughs> Thanks for climbing the mountains. <laughs> so she, uh, this is where uh, David Acosta essentially just offers her a job to work with the team, and she agrees. And that's where fortuitous the, timing. Yes, very fortuitous. Almost like uh, because I feel like she may not have accepted if the money problems were not so. No. Hmm. Are you are you are you doing another tease? Not no, just more with like mm. the the dynamic of the show is very X Files, where you have um, David as the believer, Ben played by Asif Manvi as the real disbeliever, and her kind of in the middle, like wait, yeah, she it's starting yeah, out very disbelieving, but yeah. starting to wonder. Yes, exactly. That becomes a dynamic of the show. Is yeah, it's but uh, it's the believer versus non-believer versus the. Unsure, the the centrist, the and I do like the whole spiritual centrist, three person team rather than two person team style of this show, as opposed to like the X Files. Yeah, they had or like basic... Fringe, which I guess was Ooh. a team, but you still had like two people going out, yeah, doing stuff in the field a mm-hmm. lot of the time. Yeah, two molders and a Jeff Scully. Knows. Fringe is in my top five favorite shows. I love it. I love any I love any kind oh, of love mystery science fiction y type thing here and uh that's probably why this show clicked with me so much. Same here. Yeah, Fringe Fringe was like a it wasn't the the spiritual successor to the X-Files, but it was the good enough. It was like, oh, this is good enough to be like enough like the X-Files that I'm having fun. And it, and I felt like it became enough of its own thing. Yes, it became its own thing. Multiple universes and everything. Its own uh, dance. It was a musical episode. I know that there was a musical episode of Fringe, wasn't there? They had a lot of fun episodes. They they also did the great thing where they would change the intro design based on the style of the episode. Like this one takes place in the eighties, so the intro for this episode is going to be like an eighties style TV show intro. That is actually fun. I do like it. This might be a shocking revelation, but I think Fringe is actually better than the X Files. Yeah. Wow, Jeff. I wow. it had a Wouldn't lot of heart disagree. too. It's a it's a very sweet, wow. wonderful show, and it's one of those things that I'll probably watch about fifty more times all the way through before I die. I love it. Mm. 
Well, it I'm helps that it doing, didn't. I'm currently doing an X Files rewatch, so I'm gonna <laughs> guess I'm just gonna watch Fringe right afterwards and see. I think and you'll like Fringe. I I watched the first season. Oh, you have the, seen it? Yes, the vote. Just the I first. Watched the, yeah, the first season devotely, and then uh, uh, she uh, that second season. I think I saw the episode. And I was like, hmm, and I just kind of trailed off. But I did keep oh. in touch with everything. It did for a little while. It was one of those shows where it was like three or four monster of the week style or case of the week style, and then one episode where it tied into the main plot until it got more and more about the main plot as seasons went along. Mm, yeah, that's what uh, killed kind of the X Files was like the monster of the week or case of the week where like those were the best episodes eventually, and then it just became like the mythology episodes were the bad ones just because they. Say- they- the X-Files also had a problem with being on too long, almost. Yeah, I think it was just it was too popular. They couldn't kill it off. Like uh, another show we were talking about, Supernatural. Which is, yes. Wow. It's probably that, another reason why I got into this show is having I beg, I beg to differ. Yeah. I'm glad it's uh, ending, but I, I, I think that <laughs> show had one bad... Yeah, I, I think that no, show I'm had glad one it's bad season too. out of like 15. Every show that goes on for too long has a mix of good yeah. and bad. So whenever people look back on oh, shows, it's like, I don't care how much you love it, there's some stinkers out of a hundred something episodes. Yeah, I'll defend... Oh, yeah, Sorry. absolutely. I've been watching Yeah, me that too. I'll defend Lost Till I Die, but yeah, there's a couple episodes that, you know, I'd skip through if I'm rewatching it. Lo- mm. Lost is still one of those shows that I, <laughs> I have on a list of things like, should I watch this? Because I watched yeah, the first you, two seasons when it aired. You I should think, watch Lost or at and least not the first talk season. to anyone in the world about it and just enjoy it by itself. <laughs> I think it's I think it's far enough beyond the outrage that I can have my own yeah. like without being influenced by people at this point. A completely hopefully. incorrect outrage, <laughs> which is why I'm more interested. Yeah. Right, <laughs> that's like something. I was one of the people that had no issue nice. with the ending of Battlestar Galactica. Personally, mm. I know a lot of people did, but I thought it fit the show because weird prophetic yep. stuff was happening from the first season. It was, mm. it was one of those. Oh, sorry, yeah, I, talking was, over you. I was. It's, I did, it's, it's sometimes no, shows right, add and people get <laughs> mad. Okay, and like, did you watch anything of the show? Why? Why are you getting mad at this? <laughs> I have that problem with anyone talking about the end of Lost. <laughs> that is the only nerd thing I ever want to argue about with because ninety nine percent of the people are completely wrong about it. But this is evil. Mm. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Oh wait, this is an evil podcast. Fuck. Oh, uh, um, where, where uh, were we uh, here? We're in her house okay, so. uh, when she's all alone, and <laughs> this show is awesome with the music. Music in TV and movies can be overwhelming, and whoever does oh. the music for this mm. kills it because oh, yeah. it is spooky when it needs to be, and it's quiet when it needs to be. They did awesome. That yes. was something I wanted to bring up that I actually forgot to write down. Was the mu- the the score in the show is great? No, the music is is fantastic. It's very it's uh, very moody and it's like it, it it does the classic horror trope of just giving you a little shocking you with music, which is always fun. It gives you a starting image and then just spooks you with the music. Uh, but yeah, we're the next thing we already talked about her joining the Christian uh joining the team, but uh their first step is to talk to the wife. Of Orson Larue, uh, yes. Did not have her name here. Did anyone remember? Did they her mention Miss? Did they mention Miss Larue? I don't see. I don't <laughs> think so. Miss Larue, Miss Larue works. Sure, that's Miss Larue. Uh, but Miss Larue is talking to them about uh Ben about Orson. Ooh, boo, boo. 
I just saw Asif Manvi. Yes, I know. I keep thinking Ben from Lost. I love <laughs> this. this is my favorite new podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's a fucking I, I that's a messed so up. Much. That's so messed up that they have <laughs> that they have Michael Emerson as, and then they have another character that's just called Ben. That's so <laughs> fucked. Oh. But yes, Miss LaRue is telling them about uh, Orson's weird behavior, um, him going up, waking up in the middle of the night, uh, weird oh, yeah. sounds in their house, which was very spooky. It was very good. Creepy then there's effect. the part where he's uh, standing in front of the refrigerator. Yeah, it was standing in front of the refrigerator, and then they cut back to the flashback, and it's just him staring back at her with a very well, creepy wasn't smile. Wasn't he talking loud, awesome. too, yeah. which is the most good. spookiest thing you can do? Oh, okay, yeah. In the interview, I think he was in the interviews, right? In the uh, inve- oh, interrogation in the, room. Yeah, in the interrogation room, when he yes. when he attacks Kristen, like he's uh, speaking Latin, but it's just the a, wife, a weird okay. guttural sound think, in the in the house. Yeah, the wife mentions it. I think they explain it away as something to do with the refrigerator in the episode. Oh, we'll get. Oh, we'll oh, yeah. get to what the ex- <laughs> explanation is because uh, this this show is a big thing of like no silly. <laughs> Oh, you think it's this? No, silly. No, it's or not. is it? Or is it? Uh? Oh. It makes you wonder. That's the whole. That's one of the big conceits of the show. Is is the person crazy? Is or is this really happening? Yeah, it's it's a really good. Yeah, it's a it does a good job. It, at least for this first episode, it does a real good job of confusing you into thinking what it is about. Uh, but we get uh the testimony from Miss Larue about her husband, and uh they're just kind of talking. The team is just kind of trying to figure out. We get uh David's uh beliefs uh, about like yeah, he thinks uh, it's real. It's all real. It's demons, angels, God, it's all real. And then uh, Kristen's just not sure about it. She starts uh the next day. She's googling, which uh she's googling David and seeing some video of him in Iraq. I believe it was. Afghanistan. Iraq or, yeah, I think it was Afghanistan. I was just yeah, she, he's David's and I complaining about the food. Yes, giving food to the poor. Like, oh, this is this guy. Yeah, they're doing a great job of making David the most likable person ever in the history of anything. <laughs> he's so <laughs> super handsome. He super handsome. He like uh, goes to war torn countries and helps them. Like he's a humanitarian. Like it's all yeah. They they're setting some real stuff. They're not giving Kristen a chance not to be horny for David. <laughs> but uh, and I Kristen, think, yeah, and this and I think this is the evening where she possibly has her first dream. Oh, where she gets her uh, visitor now? Is it a dream? Is it a uh, demonic? I don't dream? know. We don't know, but Maybe. she meets the uh, she meets uh, George. George the demon. Yeah, George looks real fucking cool. I like the and this is one of the major things I wanted to bring up about this show is that. I'm so glad they use a lot of practical effects because I'm pretty sure George is all like practical makeup, maybe except for his eyes glowing. Yeah, there are some bits and pieces like everywhere there, like around his head, like some smoke stuff and like his eyes. Yeah, that are CG, but like the actual makeup on him. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, with the way the character talks, I wouldn't. I would buy that. Honestly, yeah, George seems like a fucking guy who just pull (laughs) off a fucking pole mole and just smoke it. And he's kind of sassy about character. it. Yeah, a bit of. A- I like that guy. I might, I might yes. not have liked what he did, but I kind of like that. My only, a bit. I only wish, and this is, a, I guess, a bit of a spoiler. I, I only wish he showed up more <laughs> throughout the season. Mm, that's good. But, I, know, I, I know he shows up again. Uh, you guys, uh, you spoiled that for me. Is that I might see George again, which is very fun. I do like him. He's a good character. Very creepy. Yes. 
And then they, uh, but, they, um, he terrorizes her by like kind of just like playing with her while she can't move. Yes, uh, like it's bed. very sleep paralysis. Yes, and then uh, he pisses in the corner <laughs> like a now huh, pi- <laughs> now pissing in the corner in a house. <laughs> That reminds me of somebody, a young boy. I'm very uh, Jeff, familiar you know with one I'm young boy. May ask who you're thinking of. <laughs> uh, yeah, that... I'm thinking of your son, Sleeves. Who that seems that that's a very Sleeves move. Yeah, he goes. You want to know how I'm real? House. If I wasn't real, can I do this? And then he just goes in the corner. <laughs> that's the proof. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, but he does it by like pulling his pants and underwear he's, all the way down an to his ankles. Person. Like he's one of those. <laughs> so uh, George does his little sleeve piss and then uh, goes into bed with uh, Christian, kind of like poking at her underwear, cesarean scar, mentions all of this stuff. Very creepy. Very, right. very, very creepy. Uh, and then uh, she screams and her children come in and it's an all nightmare. Or is it? We don't know. More good not- child acting. More good child acting by them just like talking over them each other and just <laughs> yeah. kind of being annoying. Uh, again, kids are creepy. I don't like the idea of sleeping with four. <laughs> the idea of sleeping with four kids after having a nightmare sounds. <laughs> I don't think kids terrible. in general are creepy, I but like I it. do think British kids are. If I ever see a British kid in anything, it's the worst thing you could ever imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, well, British people inherently are creepy. I think. I think it, we're all suffering from their fucking imperialism. So there's something in our DNA That's just hears the accent and freaks the fuck out. I'm out of here. Too creepy. <laughs> Too creepy. Oh, so don't like, like that, that accent. <laughs> uh, so we got her sleeping with our kids, and she's having a good night's sleep. It was all a dream. Or was it? I don't know. <laughs> and then uh, we come back to Mrs. LaRue's house. And is this the point where nope, they... the psychologist, uh, Kurt Fuller. Hang on a second. Yes. Oh, okay, there we go. I'm sorry, I messed oh. up. Oh, let's go with let, the biggest uh, right. star of the episode. One second, guys, sorry. We might have to pause. Okay, all right. The police, are, the police showed up. Yep. <laughs> they come to arrest Jake. <laughs> I always figured Jake was that guy that had the big, uh, big wall with uh, pictures up of abductions and Bigfoots and yarn going everywhere. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> okay, I'm back. Uh, Jake, do you, are you a, are you a conspiracy yeah. nut? Do you have a picture pictures of aliens and everything the, in your the wall? The worst thing about the shutdowns <laughs> is that you ran out of yarn and can't go into Hobby Lobby for new stuff because that's killing me right now. <laughs> okay. Now I know a guy at Michael's, so he hooks me up with some yarn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just roll down the window. And you Curbside pickup for yarn. <laughs> I hope this is all left in. <laughs> I lost audio for a minute there. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm good now, though. All right. Kurt Fuller. All right. Let's all right. One more back. We get to Kurt Fuller, the star of the yes. episode, the biggest name, I think, and the biggest name in this episode, the celebrity cameo. Uh, and uh, he turns out to be Kristen's psychiatrist, her personal like psychiatrist. And she's just explaining her evening with George. Uh, they, this, I don't know if it's Kurt or her I, that mentioned uh, Incubus. 
just very hmm. That's very clever Succubus? to put like actual demo- demonology in the show. I did well, like can- this scene for the fact that you re- like rarely in shows where there is a psychiatrist character do you see them going to a psychiatrist themselves. Oh yeah, that's a big part. Yeah, that that yeah. So the, again, like Hannibal, that's a big thing. It was just a Hannibal psychiatrist, Ooh. which is very fun. It was Gillian Anderson? It's very yes, nice. Yeah, that's a great psychiatrist. That's a great show. But you were mentioning Succubus, like so. Succubus is the lady uh, oh. sex demon, and Incubus is the male sex demon. I see. Yes, I think I Which knew is... that. <laughs> <laughs> and I, yeah, I think a I lot just of like sleep paralysis is like people imagining <laughs> a weight th- on their chest, so they think someone's sitting on them. So I think that's where it comes from. Yeah, mm, yeah, that's uh the thing with nightmare. It comes from uh they believe they believe like a horse. <laughs> I really was it. Oh, it was like a something, something that they they felt like they rode a horse. Ooh. Some evil horse was coming to visit them. That's where nightmare <laughs> comes from. Something. Uh, there's also another thing about witches sitting on your, and that's a uh, why you uh, old hag or uh, I feel haggard. <laughs> oh, I feel haggard yeah, I comes from an today. old witch sitting on you while you're sleeping. <laughs> yeah, new information. Yeah, me too. It's old, old uh, superstitious and demonology and like mysticism. And, Shit like that. It's fun. It's, huh. uh, to to counter that, we uh, we get some modern day pharmaceutical pharmaceutical knowledge with a, a Kurt Fuller officer diazepam, which I looked up. I uh, for her like sleep uh, paralysis, like nightmare. I looked it up, and uh, let's just go through the side effects of diazepam because this is fucked up. So diazepam is uh, can treat anxiety, muscle spasms, seizures. I'm like, oh, that's good. Now, uh, here you go. Where is it? It's a controlled substance. Uh, side effects of diazepam. Oh no. Oh fuck. I did not put the sleepiness, devil possession. <laughs> oh no. Here we go. Uh, skin rash. Oh, oh no. Okay, here it is. Controls. It's a can cause paranoid. Or suicidal ideation, impair memory, judgment, coordination, combining with other substances, Ooh. including alcohol, can slow breathing and possibly lead to death. Now, that all sounds like a bad thing to give somebody. I don't know. Well, that's, that's like, like any kind of sound worse than a medical actual. or any kind of medicine ad on TV has to legally list all the side effects, even if it affected 0.001% of the patients. That's why side effects are always far worse than what it treats. I think that's just a legal thing. Mm, yeah, you're right. And uh but the diazepam makes me think that there's going to be some kind of like uh chemical like some pharmaceutical ingredient to all this like uh Yeah, I think anything with pam at the end is calms and you down monsters. medicine. Am I might Yeah, clozapam is one of them and Oh. Mm. <laughs> side effects de- demon possession mm, sounds good. awesome to yeah, have I'm not too sure <laughs> so you got goth <laughs> kids like purposely taking medicine just to hope to see something hey. <laughs> yeah. it's like people oh, don't want to go out in the yeah. desert oh man yeah, <laughs> yeah whoops <laughs> may cause your head to spin 360 degrees yes <laughs> hell yeah that's uh yeah Give me some of those goth medicine, sure. I want to yeah, see. Some uh, people want to go in the desert. I'm going to hell world like for about ten to hours. To God. Sure. <laughs> some people want to go speak to demons. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so we go from there. Speaking Thank of you. demons. Speaking of speaking of demons. Good job, Jeff. 
uh, <laughs> we we cut to uh, Mrs. Larue's house again, and this is where we reveal the big uh, growling sound that she was hearing, the demonic sound. And it ah. turns out it was her dishwasher was making the sound. It was like a faulty hose, like a little thing, like a yeah thing was causing. Which I'm like, okay, you're explaining that part. That's are, yeah. that's kind of clever. dishwashers are evil. And, and Ben, uh, the tech guy, figures this out. Yeah, Ben. <laughs> dish, oh, that's right. That's I wrote another, that down as like this is this is, this is the part where I plug evil. my They're... side podcast with Dish Boys, where the main point of the show is that. Washing your hands or washing your dishes by hand is good, and all dishwashers are evil. So when that came up, that it was like a possessed dishwasher, I lost it. It was it was wonderful, but I think it was like a loose motor or something that was making the the demon sounds. Yeah, yeah it was something with some kind of gear. Yeah, some kind of thing. That, he fixes it. He fixes it, and the dishwasher works. No more demons. Which yay. <laughs> Uh, but she does. Uh, Mr. Rue gets depressed, and uh, uh, this hits uh, Kristen thinking about like, oh, this whole thing about believing and not believing. Has another conversation with David. Is this the conversation where she says she asks him if he actually cares whether she believes or not? Mm. Oh, I'm sorry, it's Ben. That she, later? Talks to, she, she talks to Ben, oh, okay. and it's oh yeah, she's talking to Ben, and it's the oh yeah, he killed Santa Claus for it, which is a good line. That's a nice line. <laughs> But he was talking about, yes, he's the non-believer and she gets his views yes, on okay. everything. And we also get, uh, well, the one thing we do is find out David's a priest, which is uh, that's the fucking, that's a crime. That's a fucking crime. Not yet. Oh, he's a priest in training. <laughs> Still, if he becomes a priest, that's the fucking biggest crime in history to have fucking hot as shit my culture be celibate. Like, that is fucking horrible. Oh, yeah. You might want enjoy a How certain dare he episode take later himself on, out of the gene oh, pool. By- <laughs> How-, How dare he make himself somehow more attractive by <laughs> to all of him- us? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, oh boy! If uh, fucking was that show Fleabag, where she fucks the priest, where she gets the priest to fucking fuck her. <laughs> Like imagine if it was Mike Coulter, she would lose her shit. Oh, that's that's that is all I thought Big about. Old I, sexy Mike Coulter. I'm I'm pretty heterosexual. So. I have a little crush on Henry Cavill, but I spent that whole episode going, "Man, that Mike Coulter is a handsome fella. That perfect beard." He's a, yeah, he's a he's a gorgeous man. Uh, he, the perfect beard. Uh, not to get too into oh, he's, eugenics. He's, I'm yeah, not sure. His head, man. His head is beautiful. Some people's heads when what they shave. The, no, thank you. But that, my goodness, <laughs> look, that head. Yeah, that head is beautiful. It's perfect. It's a beautiful head. Uh, and that beautiful head goes back to Orson Larue, and we get some talking. And uh, he still is uh, saying he's not possessed. He's still saying that he's not possessed. That he's making a big show of it, and. Uh, well, they're not convinced. They're not sure. They're still not. Both uh, David and Kristen are just not sure about the world. Uh, this is where we get uh, uh, Kristen and David talking again, and uh, they get back to his belief system. You were saying, Jer- uh, Jake? Jared. Yes. When uh, <laughs> this is where she asks, like, you don't care whether I believe or not, as long as she brings the the truth. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a very nice sentiment. Like, yeah, he doesn't care whether she believes or not believes but yeah the truth 
It's that the whole point is finding out whether or not somebody's actually possessed or if they're crazy. Well, yeah. not crazy. Yes, yeah, if he if well, he completes, yeah, if he completely believes people. he needs someone to yeah. yes. hold him back. I think it's okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's fair. That's a good, and this is a good, good dynamic. Like you have, yeah, this is a great show that have like a little fun, like a little dynamic. Oh, uh, you also find out that uh, she reveals that he, she looked him up on the internet, which is uh, yes. Don't do that. Don't reveal that to your crush that you've been looking yeah, up. Yeah, I think it was creepy when it got to the. <laughs> that's videos. super creepy. Like just looking someone up on uh, Facebook is fine, but once you hit the video, that might be a little bit too much. <laughs> yeah, once you're looking up their YouTube videos, like that's fucking. Hey, Kristen, uh, keep in your pants. Relax. Doing a, basically a whole background check at this point. <laughs> uh, uh, this gets to uh, the second night uh, where she's taking some medication. She doesn't take the medication, which is very interesting. Uh, instead, she's gonna have a little plan. She's gonna. Uh, uh, Home alone, she, she's gonna make a booby trap for George. It's very interesting. This is when she makes the poster. Yes, she makes a big poster, uh, and then she puts it on their ceiling. And we're like, what? I think it says, one? Can you read this? Uh, oh, that's very clever. I didn't notice that, Jake. That's fucking clever as shit. But, because uh, the, her whole. What? No, go ahead. I said, I think her whole idea is you can't read in your dreams. Yes, we, yeah, we. we that's a nice little, like, uh, I don't know what those are called when writers put in, like, real world things <laughs> oh, into their When like, she sits the audience down stories. and says exactly I don't the, know what that the is. reason why, because something about, like, frontal, your frontal lobes do not allow you to, 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 yes. to read in, yeah. your, in your dreams. And it was just like, well, whoever wrote this <laughs> had a Wikipedia <laughs> open and just kind of copied and pasted that one little part. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, who is she talking yep. to? Yeah, who is she talking to that she has to explain this whole thing? She's talking to George. I don't think George cares. <laughs> George doesn't really give a fuck. Uh, you know he doesn't give a fuck because he starts. Uh, this is uh, one of the most like gruesome bits of the show. Oh yeah, before she, when the yeah, dream right, first starts and he gets up on. Yeah, George. Hand. Yeah, he uh, crawls on her and uh, grabs her hand and uh, pulls out a knife. Some real dope yep, looking big. knife. Big kitchen knife. And then uh Butcher proceeds knife. to like stick it into like the middle part, like the knuckle part, like the, the in between. Yep. Between your two fingers. Oof. Yeah, and it just slices them off and it's real fucked. It's a real gruesome effect. It looks <laughs> great. Her fucked up hand looks real fucked up. And he gets through, I believe, two <laughs> fingers before she finally decides to look at the ceiling where she takes the poster. <laughs> um <laughs> That's a great point. Like, why is she not? I, yeah, that knife comes point. out. Why I the hell is she just not looking the thing? <laughs> right? <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, when you feel like the knife going into your finger, like after the first finger, I would have been like, "Oh, let me, where's the sign? Oh, that's right, I put a sign somewhere." <laughs> oh, oh, it's. A but when she effect. does look at the sign, she can't read shit. And yeah, but, but George still down, immediately believes it's a dream. Knife too, so yes. she didn't wake up. Which is very... Yeah. <laughs> He's like, let me get one more in here. Yeah, George don't give a shit. Uh... <laughs> George... George don't give a fuck. He was like, yeah, whatever. I'm... <laughs> and stabs her right in the fucking thing. Uh... Okay, let me see where I'm back in my notes. Um... It... I have the episode going, but it's commercial, so I don't know where the fuck we got. Okay, uh... I th- believe this is now when they go. It's the next day, and they yes, go back they go- to Orson to interrogate him some more. 
Yes, we find out that but Orson this has, time he's not alone. He mentioned this is where we get the first mention of the sixty. Oh, which will yeah. come up again. Oh, this is a recurring bit. Wow. Yes. I, the, so the he 60. says. So wouldn't that make him sixty-one? Yeah, that that whole scene makes it a little confusing, but it's there yeah, are so sixty that are. Referred yeah, I couldn't to tell that was are, that we need to worry about. I thought about, he I said that he was possessed. <laughs> okay, by 60 so there's six. demons or something, but I think <laughs> he was just saying that there's sixty beings out there that are causing some trouble, some mischief makers. Yeah, yeah. One and his is named Roy, <laughs> which is a very that's a. George and Roy, these are They're all, all fun British demon names. names. It's fun to that get whole, like the whole introduction. <laughs> yes, yeah. There's eventually going to be yeah. one named Jeff and and Jake and Chris probably. So we should. <laughs> we, yeah, how many times have you had diarrhea in the last cab, six months? Those, and just like <laughs> I think that was one of the questions. <laughs> do, do you like car mechanics? Oh boy. <laughs> I think was another one. Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, that's this whole introduction question. to the sixty reminds me of the Exorcist TV show. Did either of you guys see mm, that? No. Yeah, I watched I the first. It was actually really, really good. I thought it was amazing. I thought it was really well done. Season that I never saw. Yeah, I watched the second season. It was uh, it was good. I still enjoyed it. Yeah. Mm. Um, but the the first season really is the best. But yeah, the whole introduction of the sixty here reminds me of that because there's a whole big plot about. And this Demons guy Orson world, knows George, to their buddies, to happen. <laughs> oh, that's yes, a he good, brings this up. Good, yes, that's a good bit. He actually knows a little too many details about the the George incidents. Now, how could he? Now, well, so it has to be that they're uh, possessed, right? It has to be demons are real, and that's how <laughs> we got it, right, Jake? Like, there's no I other mean, way. Who? How? How would somebody know that if? If it wasn't for, like, this is all real. Yeah, I mean, the demons gotta be communicating with each other and told the one that's possessing Orson all about this shit. Mm. Only way. Yeah, only way. Why is she... Okay, now, hold on. I'm gonna I'm have the episode up. Why is she uh, running away? Why is she going to the prison? Wait a minute. What's this? Oh! It turns out uh, it's not. It could be yeah. something else, because she goes back to Kurt Fuller, who's playing a character <laughs> called Kurt. <laughs> And that's where we learned that his name yeah, is Kurt. Yeah, I thought Kurt. it was, so I thought it was Kurt a Fuller, mistake Kurt that they left his name in. The psychiatrist nope, I had Kurt. to look it up on IMDb, I, and it says Kurt Fuller. He's playing Kurt. Maybe he forgot his character while they were doing the show, and they're like, okay, your name is Kurt. He didn't know who they were talking to. <laughs> Someone, <laughs> I think um, I think the actor Tony Danza was like, that played Tony on like had five different shows. And yeah. Oh yeah, he was. Okay. He was Tony. Was yeah, just Tony and Taxi. He was Tony and the. Who's the boss? Yeah. <laughs> no, I think he's. Yeah, he's a, in a bunch of other shows where he's also named Tony, which is like that's yeah. But Kurt Fuller has been an actor for thirty <laughs> for something like thirty something years. It would be funny if he just forgot this one instant. He was able to play <laughs> all the characters in other shows. He's just given up. He doesn't care to remember the character names at this point. He's just like, just give me the line. That's all that matters. <laughs> He's reached full Marlon Brando in The Godfather. That he, all his, yeah, all Kurt his, Fuller is uh, one of those actors too, posted on Christian's like, up, chest. So you can read it off. I love the show Psych, and he was on there forever. And I think Kurt Fuller, yeah, he was yeah. on Supernatural as like one of the angels. But I think Kurt Fuller he was great on Supernatural. Kurt Fuller might have been mm. one of the actors that started the creepy. Real um, asshole. 
Oh, why can't I think of that name when they work with the dead bodies? Uh-oh. My brain just died. Like the the med- the medical examiner in cop shows, every Uh-oh. single cop show now Wait, when has a weird crazy guy that works with dead bodies and I think that's Kurt Fuller's uh. role on a show before Psych and he kind of played the same guy yes. on Psych. So him playing a psychologist was pretty cool. I like seeing people doing different things oh, instead wow. of that same same thing every time like actors that play cops have to be cops in every single show they do. <laughs> yeah. And well, I do I like that. He'll be a recurring character. This is another tease. Two. He does recur. That today. So more, Ooh, more, nice. more Kurt Fuller, maybe. But, wow. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, that's That's awesome. actually really interesting based on yeah. this first season, which I'm not going to say more because mm-hmm. it's only for teases. Only for teases. Uh, do it for the teases. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was agreeing with you, Jeff, that, yeah, like, going, like it's weird to see other... Uh, like. Uh, I like seeing actors portray like different types <laughs> because uh, I saw Kurt Fuller. I'm like, wait a minute, he's not the assistant mayor going after the Ghostbusters. He's not trying to help uh, Mike. <laughs> uh, he's not help Wayne <laughs> gain his fucking TV show up. Yeah, he was in school that whole time. He's being a psychiatrist. He's <laughs> awesome. He's being a, a He finally got his license, and now he's a psychiatrist. <laughs> 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 oh, that's actually. I would love it if he was just playing the same character from Wayne's World, but now he's a psychiatrist. That would be pretty good. <laughs> uh, but that's where we find out that uh, Kurt uh lost his files on Kristen. He all the stuff yes, about they George. Yes, they were stolen. They were stolen. Now, who could have stolen it? Uh, and why? Why would someone? That, so she then she goes back to the prison where Orson Larue is. She has to sign in again. To look up the name of who was visiting him, and that's where we feel, or we find out about uh, one L. Townsend. Now that yes. is that is Leland Townsend, who was uh, hinted at at the very beginning as uh, one, the psychiatrist that was overruling her, the expert that one, was like overruling her. And dare I say, one of the best characters on this show. Yes. Well, we find she goes back to the courthouse and she sees Leland for the first time uh, on the witness stand, giving his. Uh, his testimony, and then we get a nice little confrontation outside between Leland and Kristen, and we get our first uh, enjoyment of Michael Emerson's acting as Leland. Oh yes, Michael Emerson uh, is giving one hell of a creepy ass performance. He is a uh, <laughs> he's he's gross. He's very gross. He does a great job of being a gross dude, and he continues to do it throughout the show. Yes, and he's uh, this is again where he mentioned he brings up the sixty again, and he's a. Yes. Uh, Yes, and it, that's where David Acosta stops him and uh, tells him. There's a nice little moment where between David and uh, Leland where you're, like, confused. Uh, like, they give you a good, uh, thing of, like, telling you, oh, there's backstory between these two characters. And who is uh, his Julia, his other partner, his former partner. And we don't know anything about Julia for this episode. I'm sure we she's going to be brought up. Yeah, I'm sure she's going to be brought up again. In this <laughs> Will we meet her? Who knows? <laughs> mm-hmm. Probably not. Uh, <laughs> and doesn't, that'd be nice. Doesn't, that'd be uh, good David if they hinted at something and the then chest. just dropped it immediately. Left it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he would have exploded. <laughs> yeah, he punches him I in like, the so. chest or the stomach or something, and he just goes down. Which, uh, <laughs> yes, uh, the fact, just, yeah, David never said if cloud. he got punched by fucking Luke Cage, would uh, his. <laughs> it would. It would. Yeah, it would be just like Mortal Kombat. <laughs> there would be 50 ribs, like bones everywhere. 
a blood mist. Not even blood. It was just it'd be going into a mist. But uh, <laughs> this is where. <laughs> that's such a fucking. That's such a good thing dynamic when they have like the good guy and the bad guy be such polar opposites physically. Where it's just yes. like the hero could beat the living shit out of the bad guy. But uh, he's a good guy, so he can't do that. So he has to show restraint. And, and Leland is just such a smart scumbag. Michael too. Emerson yes. is awesome. It's a real good, like, and, uh, uh, the Superman first time Lux I saw Luther him was on Lost. And real fun. I will watch anything with anyone on Lost. And Michael mm-hmm. Emerson, he was so perfect on Lost because he played the creep, he played the bad guy. Mm. And about halfway through, you get completely sympathetic towards this guy. And he'll play that creep that he's got a backstory and he can be sad and he can be vulnerable and, and all that. So I'm kind of waiting for that turn from him. But for right now, he is just a, he is just a creepy dude. That's possibly a demon. You're not too sure. Ooh, <laughs> possibly a demon. Uh, <laughs> we get, uh, well, next, ha- uh, after getting punched in the chest by my Coulter, by, uh, David <laughs> and living, David Acosta, David uh, storms out, goes to a near bar, and uh, Christian follows him, asks him what Ju- who Julia was, and he's like, oh, he's, she was a friend. And uh, they talk about uh, David's relationship with Ta- uh, Leland, and it's, he's, he, they just learn that he's just an evil person. He's just a evil monster. Uh, you get hints that David thinks he's supernatural, but he's also trying to play, downplay it and be like, no, it's more than, it's just. A fucking bad person and that's where we get the like the grand reveal of the show which is actually fucking crazy which is like oh you think it's going to be about supernatural stuff no it's actually about sociopaths and psychopaths and like monstrous people or uh, is it or is it and then that's the kind of conceit is like yeah and then this is also where they bring up social media which i'm like all right yes because it turns out <laughs> that they find evidence that Orson was talking about doing fucked up shit on 4chan. <laughs> uh, 4chan! It's fucking well, I think 4chan! The, point was that now that the bad guy media, of the first episode is fucking evil, 4chan? It's far more easier for them to get together. Yeah, so it's making it a lot worse than it usually was. And there's talk also, about it and oh, encourage sorry. each other. Uh, there's also something very funny that happens that while they're talking, there's <laughs> and a that's one of the f- news program on the TV. No, go ahead. About how evil is growing in the world, and I love, I I love that I love that convenient <laughs> news program that happens in TV shows so much. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh boy, that yeah, that's it does show <laughs> it does a good job just showing up there, and it's all evil and uh, evil is rising because frog. of 4chan. It's because of the Mudkip memes. It's because of Tub Girl. <laughs> it's a Pepe the Frog. It's the that's it's something goatee. That, that's something they like to do with the show is um, Evil do a lot of these paranormal stories through technology, <laughs> too. It's a very mm. big running theme. Evil di- yeah, that's right. That's the, the dishwasher was it. Is it. The dishwasher was connected. It had Wi-Fi capabilities. That's why I got Evil. Evil Alexa. Oh, guess what? Evil Alexa's already evil. My friend, <laughs> you hear her. You see, sometimes some of them are possessed. Some Alexis are actually possessed. I'm not having. Crazy. I'm not having anything. Have you seen that? that have you seen those videos? I have not. Oh, there's some. Gr- I saw the. Uh- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh boy. So yeah, there's some videos of Alexis like malfunctioning and like just being general, like super, super, super creepy, like laughing 
And then, yeah. like, yeah, <laughs> laughing uh, hysterically, but then also, like, uh, giving directions to, like, the local cemetery out of nowhere. <laughs> like, that is, uh, I'm sure they saw, I'm sure the king saw that video and they're like, oh, shit, we can do this. Oh, like yeah. That. Oh, I'm sure. That's a good episode, too. I don't know which one that is, but we'll get to it. <laughs> oh, 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 I just spoiled myself by. <laughs> nice. I just teased myself by bringing up something I just knew automatically. Yep. But, uh, <laughs> they. They get all this evidence to. They find out that David uh, Orson was using his wife's password for all this messaging between Townsend and him, and we get all the evidence that uh, makes it clear, like, oh, he's just a monster. He is just a sociopath uh, with the passion to uh, kill, and that's kind of like our, the wrap up of this of Orson's uh, life. I don't know. The end of the case? No, nah, not exactly. Yeah, and that Orson. Oh, we go was back. We, that's right. You were saying him. that Orson might come back, um, especially Maybe. the point where he threw in Maybe. using Latin to convince the people that he was yes. possessed, which is just a go-to. Being possessed means you speak Latin. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Latin's the most frightening language, of course. Uh, but yeah, see, so hold on a second, because this is was very like, confusing to me. So they don't prosecute Townsend in any way, because I, I don't think they have any evidence, like direct evidence that he was coached. Right? They just found yeah, the, but they used his he the used social his media posts email, from him so that couldn't be traced back. Prove he was like planning to do something like this. So his he was signing in on 4chan as his wife. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh. uh <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> There's some ladies on 4chan, the ladies of 4chan. I was, that's a that's a <laughs> pinup I want to see. Uh, but we that's get, pretty much so he the end of the episode, yeah. gets arrested and yeah we uh, wraps up with it's kind of wraps up with Kristen is definitely going to join the team moving forward. Tiny tiny cans. Yeah, we get a little, do a, li- a little celebratory. Yeah, a little celebratory. They drink margaritas in the office, and then we get a little uh, we get a little quantum leap style tease for the next episode at the end. Ooh yes. Uh, oh, is that actually the episode? Is that the what they're talking about? Actually, ends up being the next episode because that is actually yes. I think it's the cool. only time they do that, really. But yes. Uh, but that is fun. That is nice when they do like, hey, we got we got something weird going up. It's a miracle. And like, oh, that's fun. And then she joins them. She says, "Yeah, I'm in." But if that's and, the next episode. That's how, that is very clever. And I w- I will tease this that the moving forward the endings get a lot more ambiguous. Hmm. Oh, that's good. Well, that's the end of the first episode of Evil. Yeah. And uh, just wrap up. Uh, it's a great episode. I liked it. I, it's, it's, it's a it's good fun. pilot. Yeah, yeah, it's a good pilot. I, I like, I'm interested. I like all the actors. There wasn't really a bad performance. Yeah, it, it came off as very Jeff, real. you were talking about how Everybody the kids like, sold you on like, kid actors, so they did a good job with the kids. Acting and things. So I've never, I know he was on The Daily Show or something like that, but I've only seen him acting. But I, I liked him too. I think all the characters were interesting, all kind of fleshed out. Kids were fine. Oh. Mysterious ghost husband is possibly showing up. And so, yeah, it, I think it was a great pilot to set everything up. <laughs> and it's all, I think that they do a good job of teasing you that, okay, yeah, we're, we're willing to show, like, you know, fucked up stuff with the, the throat cutting and everything, but that's just the beginning. <laughs> Yeah, they, it's, like un- it's, unexpected visuals. Yes, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was very unexpected. That the coat, the throat cutting. Yeah, was very good. Uh, it was very shocking. Like, yeah, this is a good. This is a good. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited moving forward to see where this Isn't goes. Isn't it nice to? 
I've been teased. No, I've been no, teased no, no. so much Isn't it tonight. Just nice to have a, a <laughs> it's driving me crazy. TV shows that people actually. Maybe I should tone it down. <laughs> yeah. Well, 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 no. I, yes, I, I, I yes, listen to nice, Burn yeah. After Noticing because well, yeah, yeah, you're speaking about our our brother podcast. I'm just saying that. Yeah, I'm just saying that there's too many hate watching things out there, but I think I oh, think yes. this show they is lo- they great, love it. <laughs> and I'm glad you guys are doing it. And I'm, I was happy to be the first guest. The rest oh, of you, yeah, yeah. Please uh, credit me as that. Oh, <laughs> we're so glad to have you on we're, here, our yeah, uh, Resident put, Evil expert. So whenever put, you guys I'll need me to show up in the again, show notes, uh, Resident Evil expert. Well, we have, have we might have somebody else Henry on the podcast. Uh, your mortal enemy on Twitter, oh, your, shit. your good friend. <laughs> uh, it's both of them. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Alphabet Pizza is going to be on here. Uh, hopefully, well, we'll see because she's started to watch the show and yeah, she's especially those too, two. So. Yes, it's so evil. To, evil's infecting everybody. I'm glad you Everyone's have the most two evil people on Twitter. Evil. Yeah, hopefully we'll spread uh, some more evil. <laughs> ooh, yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right, uh, ooh, well, Jake. Great almost, to have you. What? Jake, Jake, oh no, thank you, Jeff. Know. Yeah, thank you for everything, uh, Jake. Uh, yes. You almost had a great sign off uh right oh. there. I, I forgot what it was. I just forgot it. <laughs> it was something good. In, in one out in one year out the other there. Yeah, it was like uh, and uh something about evil. Uh we should figure <laughs> out something to um uh 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 fuck uh um well, well for was, next was, time for this is speak on evil something like that but there you go, that's it. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> that's oh, better, yes. that's better. There you go, there you go, Jeff. Thank you for it. Just and listen, everyone. do that one. What's that one? Uh, we'll edit, yeah, we'll, uh, one more time. Uh, and uh, everybody listening. <laughs> Jake, you say... <laughs> Great job, everybody. Okay, re- okay. Stay evil. This was a Buzzcast Network production. Bow, bow.